Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Seven 
1-800-646-0699. And if you'd like to speak with us or if you have a question, comment, or would like a reading, please make sure to press your number one on your keypad so we know you're waiting and you're in line. Uh, here at the Wisdom of Spirit, we're on every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and we will be discussing a myriad of metaphysical insights to help and guide you in your day-to-day living. Our topics include, but are not limited to, spirit messages and guidance, psychic and mediumship chats, alternative healing modalities, monthly meditations, as which we're having this evening, chakras, gemstones, tarot and divination forms, astrology, animal communication, and more. We will have special guests from time to time, and we invite you to join us. For more information about myself, go to www.readingswithrose.com, and for more information about Winterbrook, go to www.winterbrookmedium.com. And um, since Winterbrook is the busy bee of this duo, Hi, Winterbrook. What are you up to these days? Rescuing turtles, Rose. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, if you're on my Facebook page, <clears throat> I was almost late tonight because I was driving home with my daughter and our dogs from getting their nails done, and we came upon this very large turtle in the middle of the road, <laughs> and he was going to get squished. So we had a pull over. I was flagging the cars down. Guys was, I was like, oh, please help me, because it was a big freaking turtle. I mean, it was bigger than like, my cat. And finally, there was like six adults, cars parked all over the place in the middle of the road, all about this turtle, and it was a snapper. Um, and finally, a fisherman came by, and <laughs> he had his boat and his nets, so they were able to get the turtle in a net. But if you look at the picture on my Facebook page, oh, my page, God. It's huge. So, wow! Uh, I gotta go look at your Facebook page. Yeah. So, guys, if you're interested, um, my face, my personal Facebook page, which is open to the public, is my name, Winterbrook, and my last name is Ryan. Or you can always get it through Winterbrook Medium, uh, Winterbrook Psychic Medium is my business page. And while Rose is checking out the size of this huge turtle, um, some of the events I have coming up, I'm slowing down a bit. I'm in the middle of teaching um, my spring mediumship classes. And I will be holding a couple over the summer. They're on my website, July 19th, the 26th, August 16th, August 23rd. You can just drop in. You don't RSVP for those. But double-check that they're not canceled at the last minute because of weather or, or, you know, unforeseen consequences. And uh, I'm taking registration already. People are signing up for the fall classes, which are set to begin September 13th, again, Wednesday nights. So I'm um, doing a couple of Reiki classes over the summer, and I'm doing my first library not until the end of August because uh, summertime kids are home, just like Rose and I are going to take a hiatus with the show for July and August and then come back at you guys in September. So I hope yeah, we'll be to... back September 7th. Right, so right after Labor Day. And I hope everyone had a wonderful Memorial Day. Um, I had an opportunity to attend a service uh, at the local Veterans Administration Hospital. Uh, It was lovely. The band, orchestra, and chorus of my local high school performed not only for the veterans that that are injured and are living at the VA, um, but, you know, in honor of those who gave all. So that was uh, how we honored, uh, you know, um, the Memorial Day sentiments. But anyway, so who's ready for our monthly meditation? I saw the turtle, people. It's ginormous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I can't it, believe the size of that thing. Yeah, and Rose, I didn't know what to do because I, I just couldn't leave the thing because it's right on a curve. You don't see the curve in the picture. But it's blind, like anybody coming around the curve wouldn't see it. We j- I just happen to go slow because I always look for my little deer who usually eats grass on that curve in the woods. So I happen to know to go slow. But a lot of people that are not familiar with that particular road, they really go fast, and it would have been turtle meat, roadkill. So I'm so happy those guys came because uh, I couldn't do it good. myself. 
So I'm so grateful for those gentlemen who came and helped them. That's cool. I just want to make an announcement. Uh, we're now it's June. Oh my God. Uh, I will be giving a Reiki 1 class on June 17th, and I'll be giving a Reiki Level 2 class on June 24th. So if you're interested, get in touch with me on Facebook or whatever social media, because I'm all over the place, or visit my webpage, violetrosereiki.com. You can sign up there as well. So, yeah, who's ready for the meditation? Okay. I got all hands in the air. So, <laughs> so we are going to take off with this meditation. I just have to find the music. All right. You ready, Miss Winterbrook? I am as a spirit as they step in. Okay, okay. I don't work. See if I can. There we go. All right, so welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us, whether it's live in the future in the archives. I'm going to put some nice energy out there. And let's all begin by taking three cleansing breaths. On the first cleansing breath, as you inhale, I would like you to visualize white light entering with the breath. And as you exhale, I would like you to visualize any tension or tightness that you may be holding in your body to be released on the exhale. So beginning with the first cleansing breath, see the breath and the light enter through your nose, filling your head, neck, shoulders, arms, and hands. And as you exhale, release any tightness or tension you may be holding in that part of your body. On the second cleansing breath, bring the breath and the light within your nose and see the light begin to fill your lungs, your heart, your stomach, intestines, kidneys, adrenals, and your entire torso. And as you exhale, release any tightness or tension you may be holding in that part of your body. On the third cleansing breath, bring the breath and the light within. Seeing the light begin to fill your buttocks, your thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and feet. And as you exhale, release any tightness or tension you may be holding in that part of your body. Now take a moment and just scan your body and if you notice any residual areas of discomfort, allow the white light which comes from the divine, from God, to enter upon that area to soothe and heal and allow it to relax. For it is with a relaxed body that we are better able to receive the loving guidance, not only from our higher selves, but from our guardian angels and from God. So having achieved the greatest state of relaxation you can at this moment, let us now focus on our journey. And our journey this evening will find us standing on a beach. There's no one else on this beach for miles. And you stand at the edge of the water. And as the waves gently lap onto the shore, they wash over your feet. And as they pull back and they pull the sand back with them, you feel your feet just sink a little bit lower into the sand. You begin to feel very much 
connected to Mother Earth, a oneness between she and you. As you're enjoying that feeling of connectedness, you begin to notice that the temperature is just perfect for you. The sun is shining brightly, warming your skin, while there's a cool breeze coming off the water, keeping you comfortable. You notice the calls of a bird, and you look up, and you see a seagull flying, playing almost, with the air currents as it stretches its wings and is true to its own self with its flying, carefree, and in oneness with itself. You begin to wonder what it is or how it feels to be a bird so that you can so gently lift up from Mother Earth and fly enjoying a sense of freedom and exhilaration. You close your eyes and you imagine yourself doing just that. You imagining yourself rising out of your head upwards and it feels so natural. And as you do this, the seagull takes notice and you have caught his attention. And he flies towards you, almost hovering in awe that you, a human, can actually achieve that. The seagull is finding it quite intriguing. And he giddily, telepathically communicates with you. And much to your surprise, you understand. He said, come with me. Let me show you some of the beauty of my world. And with that, you find yourself flying through the air with the seagull. And all of a sudden, the beach that you had been standing on, that you saw with your own eyes from your own vantage point, you are seeing quite differently from the vantage point of the seagull. You begin to see the fish swimming just under the top of the water because you are joined with the seagull and the seagull is letting you see what it sees and what its priorities are. The seagull takes you to a wooded area and you both land once again on the ground. The seagull begins to walk with its two legs to mimic you as the human and you let out a bellow of a laugh for your new friend is trying to connect with you on your own level. And you begin to see that there is a connectedness between you and this other life form. And all of a sudden, you feel very much at peace. You have received knowledge and wisdom. And with that, seagull again gently rises and flies off and as you're standing in the little wooded area you begin to notice a figure approaching you and you recognize this figure this loving person can you see who the person is Is it one of your angels or your guides? Or is it one of your loved ones? They approach with joy and enthusiasm. And they embrace you 
with loving energy welcoming you to their plane and you at once feel at home and feel a sense of joy and peace they have a loving message for you so I'll stay quiet for a moment so that you can focus on this loved one and what they wish to share with you Your loved one begins to take a step back, expresses their love for you once again, and embraces you with a huge energy hug. And with that, the seagull returns. The seagull has come back for his friend. And you know that the seagull is now to return you to the place where you began the journey. You express your gratitude for having had the interaction with your loved one, and you know in your heart they are never far from you. And with that, you turn your attention to the seagull, focusing on them once again, and you feel yourself alighting into the air, just as the seagull is. You feel blended and connected to the seagull, and you feel perfectly comfortable flying alongside the seagull. Once again, you are seeing things from the perspective of the seagull. And the seagull shares with you its joy that you can connect with it, for you truly are both creations of the same God. Eventually, you reach the beach where you started this journey and the seagull gently sets down on the sand, as do you return back into your physical body. You take a nice deep breath and you bring yourself back to the present moment and you notice your seagull friend bid you farewell, but not goodbye, for the seagull is always around should you decide you'd like to take a flight. The seagull lifts up and begins to fly back to its home, and you turn your attention once again to the waves that are gently lapping over your feet as your feet are sinking in the sand. And now all of your energy has returned to the present moment, and you are aware of your feet and where you are sitting at this moment. Taking a nice deep breath. Retain the sense of serenity and peacefulness. For those are gifts given to you from spirit. And when you're ready, resume your regular activities. Namaste. Are you with us, Rose, or did I leave you at the beach? No, I'm still here. <laughs> good. I never. I know love that meditation. Oh, good, because I never that know what's going to come out of my mouth. Thank you, Spirit. It's not really me. <laughs> it's a so. good thing. Well, sometimes not, but anyway. <laughs> um, I have to make an announcement to the listeners. Uh, I've had a spirit with me for two days already. And I think he's really trying to get a message across, but I'm going to have to connect him to the right person. So if anybody out there knows a gentleman in spirit whose name is Oscar, uh, get in touch with me or send me an email or something. And um, if you know this person, you knew this person in life, Oscar's got a message for somebody, and I want to connect to the right person so I can give them whatever message he's got. 
I, you know, two days, people. And uh, I know a gentleman named Oliver, and this fear is so persistent. The minute oh comes out of my mouth, I wind up saying Oscar, and it's Oliver. Oliver's sister the other day, it's Oliver. I'm like, I know that, but my mouth's not working. Spirit's got a hold of it. <laughs> so if you know Oscar, who passed on, who's on the other side, get in touch with me, please. So strange. So, um, let's see. We have no one. Uh, yeah, there's a caller in the queue, but they don't have a question mark, so I think they're just listening. So, I can't believe the size of that turtle. Back to the turtle. Holy majoli. Yeah, I hadn't actually seen one that big, other than I've seen photos. Um, I think Samantha's, my friend Samantha is an animal rehabilitator, among many other things, and um, beekeeper, too, extraordinaire. And she has a couple of turtles, but they aren't snapping turtles. Um, They're pets, and they're pretty large. But um, I think this guy might be even larger. But as I said, he was a snapping turtle, so I wasn't sure. I go to pick him up very gently, and he had like a dragon tail, and he snapped. I was like, whoop. I said, that's not going to be the oh way to go. Oh, my God. That's why I was trying to flag uh, cars down to see if anybody had something that we could try to persuade him, you know, kind of like to cor- um, corral him. And then it, we were, I was just so – some guy stopped. He had like a, a stick or something. So we were trying to very gently give him a nudge. But every time we would give him a nudge on his shell, he would jump up and turn. <laughs> and the two of us would be like, ah! <laughs> oh, my so it was, God. And I just, I felt bad. It was like, you know what, he left and I'm standing there. I'm like, if I leave, this thing's going to get run over. So I stayed. And then luckily um, this gentleman came who had his, it was a fisherman, and um, he had his boat and all his equipment, including the net. And another fellow had something, and so they worked together. And it took three men, but they got the turtle off the road. And I was flagging the cars down. <laughs> go around, go around. That's good teamwork. Yeah, see what you could do. I mean, that's that's a good topic for tonight, teamwork. Um, one of my messages that I give a lot <clears throat> is that um, as strong as the single unit may be, you're going to be that much more stronger when you're working together harmoniously. So, oh, definitely. It's kind of, you know, it's like the, the piece of straw will bend in the wind, but when you weave it with other pieces of straw, it makes a basket that will uh, not only stand straight, but will carry weight. So, um, and in in that, uh, I'm having a menopause moment, um, in that line, that belief system, I just, I always try to do things with groups. I like to be with groups versus, um, you know, the solo rogue, as they call it. How about you, dear? That's me. I'm solo rogue. What's that saying? Um, oh, God, what is that saying? Well, I fly you are, solo, you know, no. Yeah, but you are, but that, you, except that you aren't as well, because you're the one that established Reiki Ward. And it's not Reiki Ward by Rose Jimenez. It's Reiki Ward made up of four to 500 Reiki masters and practitioners who all send at different times, and they, they all send to the one Reiki ward which goes out to the people that need it, right? Actually, I had started Reiki ward with a dear friend of mine years ago. The both of us started it. And wow. then as people got to know, uh, you know, yeah, the Reiki practitioners were coming in by the droves, and now we've got like 500. It's great. Right, and you guys work in unison jointly. So, and I honestly, I felt that healing um, when I first were getting to know you pretty well about a year or so ago, a year and a half ago. Um, I, I guess I had a pinched nerve again, and you put me on that and had that healing that came in. I was like blown away by its strength. So, you know, it just again another um, acknowledgement of my understanding that, you know, when working with each other in a group, you're going to be stronger than the individual. Oh, most definitely. And I don't mean to tout 
my own horn or our own Reiki Ward's own horn, but we have some really amazing, amazing results. Yeah. I'm so proud I, of everybody working there. I, I've experienced it, and I, I truly believe it, and, and I think it's, pro, it's because everybody is doing it. It's a joint effort. You know, yeah. and that just makes it stronger. So, you know, right Definitely. now we have a situation. Um, there was a bar in my town that burned out. It was actually there for like 50, 60 years. It was a landmark. But there were apartments above it. And um, so what's happening now is there's a couple of, you know, like the chamber set up a bank account because the tenants, of course, didn't have insurance. And it's a family. And um, they, the 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 children are adults, but one just finished bone cancer treatment, and the other one is disabled. So um, you have wow. people coming together to help because they, you know, they, the family's wiped out. So you've got the chamber putting something together. You've got one of the other businesses. Then a third thing that came up um, today, they're accepting donations because they found them a temporary apartment, but there's no furnishings. So you know. Um, that's what you get. I was going to say, you know, that they do a GoFundMe or something like that. Yeah, they set up a bank. The Chamber of Commerce set up a bank account for people to make donations to, um, just for the fire. It's called the Fire Fund. And then uh, there was a fundraiser by the Main Street Cafe, one of the local restaurants, taverns in town. Um, and now the Kiwanis, uh, headed by a good friend of mine I haven't seen in a while, they're collecting They'll collect money, too. Obviously, they need that. Um, but also, they put the call out for clothing because they lost everything, or everything they lost. Uh, they, you know, at one point, they don't even have a butter dish now. They're, they found they got them out of the one-room hotel that the, the, the Red Cross put them in, but they need all these things. So there you go. It's like when everybody – and then you can see all the comments – oh, I have housewares I can donate, I'll get them there this weekend, and I have clothes for this one, and I have that. And it's just heartwarming to see everybody coming together to help, you know, these people in need. And that's what happens when you work together. You get a lot more done than if one person yeah. is trying to do it. Yeah. And it's just a little bit by everybody, you know. It's uh, So it's it's not much on everybody, but it'll make a world of difference. Just think about it. If... 10,000 people donated $1 a piece, which is not a lot of money. Whatever the cause is that was asking for that $10,000, it would be accomplished. But I find that people just don't think that way. I don't know. Uh, the majority of people don't think that way. There are a few people who do, and it, it's great. But um, I just wish we could have more people realizing that with one dollar, if a lot of people, a lot of worker ants come together with one dollar each, they could build something tremendous. You know, it's uh, oh, absolutely, not they, a lot. You know, if everyone throws in a buck or two, and you would get enough for what they, you know, need right now. But yeah. um, this is like drops of water in a bucket. If you have, let's say your roof is leaking. And you put a bucket under where it's drop, drop, drop. You think, oh, this is going to take forever. But, like, within a couple of hours, you're going to wind up with a full bucket. So there's a lot to be said for that, you know, one at a time, one drop at a time, a little bit contributed by many can do a lot of good things. Yeah, that's the whole concept behind GoFundMe, right? I haven't yeah. done that many of them. I love but... GoFundMe because I have seen them accomplish such wonderful things. And it's not you know, it's it's very easy to do and it's a good thing to do. There's a guy on Instagram that I follow. He takes care of cats. It's called Helping Cats, I think. I'm doing this from memory, don't you know. But he has a sanctuary, I think he's in Jersey, and he's got to have about 30 cats in this place. He's got it all enclosed, and he takes care of them. He has on Amazon.com a wish list. People can donate food to the animals and whatever. 
they're always getting these humongous shipments of food and kitty treats, and he really does take very good care of these cats. Um, and uh, it's a great thing that he's doing. Absolutely. And again, you know, donations, little at a time, helps him to take care of all these cats who might be dead if it weren't for him. Yeah, and this all kind of folds into charity and good deeds, which, you know, service to others, it's part of um, what our soul really wants us to do. Regardless of the other lessons um, that bring us to the earth plane, and most of the religions teach that, um, but it's just, it's you know, it is a truth that our souls evolve um, through our good works. And also that's part of the paying it forward. You know, if somebody did something good for you, whether it be monetary-wise or in another fashion, just do it for somebody else. Pay it forward. Absolutely. It's teamwork. It's working together as one. One people, one purpose, one cause, you know, and the cause being kindness and and goodness and, and helping all of humankind. That's really what we're here to do. We're not here to go solo and make millions and be greedy and all of that. That's gone. Well, it should be gone by now, but unfortunately it's, Slowly moving out. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, soul evolution, as we say. So. Yep. So we have any questions? I'm sorry. Come on, guys. Where's your questions? Nobody in the house. I, like I said, there's like one person. See, summer has started. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's gorgeous here in Long Island. That's why we're, and I tell you, today is the first day I put my air conditioner on. I held out until 80 degrees, and then the afternoon I'm like, am I kidding myself? Crank that sucker up. <laughs> I had to put the heat on yesterday in my office. I know. And then today the heat was off and we had the windows open. But, um, yeah, it's that time of year again. So one of the things we do, we do want to, we actually wanted to announce, my dear Rose, is, um, you know, we're going to be putting together our schedule over the summer of the topics we're going to address in the show starting up again in September. So if you guys have any ideas or you want to make any suggestions or you have any suggestions for any um, guest speakers, you can email either Rose or myself over the summer. We would appreciate it. You know, we want to bring topics that interest our our listening audience uh, because we do often have more listeners out there, though, than, than questioners that want to ask for readings, and that's fine. Uh, so let us know what you want us to bring you in the way of uh, guest yeah. speakers and topics. We would appreciate the input. And again, it's that whole it's that whole theory of teamwork. You know, we feel that we put forth pretty good topics and guests. However, we don't know everything, and there may be things that you want us to discuss or people who you'd like to see us have on as guests. Feel free to email us and let us know. Let us know what you want. We aim to please, as the saying goes. Yeah, that's the thing about going on the metaphysical path. Once you start down that, that roadway, it's like being a kid in the candy store. There are just so many different topics, and it's all so interesting. I really haven't found anything I don't like. I like things more than others, but I really haven't found anything I don't like, whether it's mediumship or psychic or astrology or crystals. Uh, you know, it's all interesting to me, and they all intertwine. You'll you'll notice uh, every they just kind of mesh in between with each other, which is kind of uh, interesting as well. If you start, you know, studying the different ones, you'll notice similar um, traits or similar uh, common threads. Common threads. Thank you. This is this menopause thing. I'll tell you. 
So I got to tell you, I'm happy as pie because you'll get a kick out of this with Brooke. My massage therapist, you might know that she's a Gemini, right? So I just started going to a brand-new chiropractor who actually I've known for seven or eight years, and she's a Gemini. So I am being fixed (laughs) with my spine and all this stuff that's kind of wacky on me, giving me a lot of problems. But I am being fixed by the twins. I love it. You're surrounded by I get the massage from one and the chiropractor from the other, and I have high hopes of being physically perfect soon. <laughs> and then you have to do the radio show with the third, because I am a Gemini. With the third, yes. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm so happy. I did a reading for a Gemini today. I was like, ah, I love Gemini. <laughs> yes, we're very light and airy. Uh, <laughs> we're all over the place. All over the Yeah, but that's a good thing, you know. Um at least you guys are not like the Aquarians of the air sign trio. You gotta you gotta put a tether on them like a balloon, because they tend to like float up, 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 and then away. <laughs> oh, that would be my youngest child. <laughs> oh yes, that. lovely Dakota. I I saw that DNA test came back. Those results they were amazing. Oh yeah, it's for I don't know if anybody out there has done that. The um, genetic or DNA testing, Ancestry.com does it. Well, there's another um, outfit that does it. There's a few out there, but the the one that we chose was 23andMe. So uh, we got my youngest daughter's results back, and it just basically confirmed what we know. She's pretty much all Mayan, 70%, and um, Native American, Indian from North and Central and South America, and um, Iberian, which is Portugal or Spain. And they did, you know, sail over to to Central America and South America. So it was pretty cool. It was like 95% of her. Yeah. And she had a little bit of a yatak, which is over by Asia and Mongolia. And uh, if you know your history, uh, the Native Americans of North America, Central America, and South America, it is believed they emigrated from the Mongolian area of Asia because the land, the continents used to be pretty much joined up by Alaska, and they just kind of walked over and they walked south. And some of them would stop off in what's now the U.S. and they made those Indian tribes, etc. And the reason they believe this is because there's such similarities in the DNA between the uh, indigenous cultures of the Americas and the Asians. So one of the things my youngest daughter has, I adopted her from Guatemala. Um, she has those, they're called Mongolian birthmarks. And they're found on Asian people, indigenous tribes, um, and I think some Turkish, but the, you know, the Mediterranean over there. And they look like bruises. Now, I'm Irish, Irish, Norwegian, and French, and whatever else they determine after I get my test results back. So we don't have Mongolian birthmarks. I had no idea what that was, and no one forewarned me. So I go down to meet my precious little baby who I was going to adopt when she was about five and a half weeks. And at that time, you were able to have the child for a couple days in the hotel and bond before you had to give them back, which was the hardest thing for them to finalize the adoption, and then you return again to, to bring them home. And I saw all these, these bruises on her, and I panicked. And I called the lawyer who didn't speak English down there, and I'm like, oh, my God, my baby has bruises. And she's telling me, relax, relax. And they finally explained, where really get someone to explain what it was. They were birthmarks. I'm like, okay. So I get back to the States. And I have my older daughter. She goes to the pediatrician for something, and I mentioned it to the pediatrician. I said, oh, geez, the new baby I'm getting, she's got those birthmarks that look like bruises. And I said, I got all worried when I saw them. And the pediatrician starts laughing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, if you're not familiar with them. Uh, I heard about those. I saw them in my medical textbook. I said, oh, okay, and I'm feeling like I'm an idiot, right? But well, a few weeks after that, I get the call, I go home, I go down, I bring her home. First thing I do, this, you know, the first day we're back, I take her up to the doctor to get her checked out. 
Doctor takes one look at the birthmark. Oh my God! <laughs> she was she she was floored. She was like, I didn't realize they really look like that. So it just goes to show you, you know, you could experience. Sometimes people just don't get it unless they experience it, even if you try to explain it. Um, but anyway, I, I kind of went off tangent. Those birthmarks um, are called Mongolian spots because they come from the cultures in East Asia. So her uh, DNA testing was just right on point with all their information. You know, so I it's good it was that, kind of, that they, you know, these are coming out in the DNA test because years ago, and this was only because I felt it. Okay, It was a feeling, it was an inkling or whatever you want to call it that we get. And uh, I was, because I was Native American in my last life, and I'm very involved in Native American uh, things, activities this life, and, I, you know, Native Americans are always on my mind a lot. And I'm saying, you know what, I wonder, because I have a few Asian friends, and I was noticing Asian characteristics in the Native American features. And looking online, this was years ago, maybe 10 years ago, before all these DNA tests came out. Looking online, there was a question, I think I Googled it, Native American, did they come from Asia? And at that time they were saying no. But I'm saying to myself, they look alike in some areas, and I just feel that they did. And I'm happy that now it came out that they did come over through Alaska and down into the United States because it's just very common. If you know Asians and you know Native Americans, you're going to notice the features are a bit similar. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I had, good news. When, I, when Dakota was about 18 months, two years old, um, I don't, we, were, we went to the Chinese takeout place to get dinner. And we're in there waiting, right. and all of a sudden the family that owns it was coming back, and they were they walk in, they see me with her, and they're like, oh, oh, she's from China, oh, oh, and I'm like, no, no, she's Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> but they were telling me that she was from China. Look at her features, and I'm like, yeah, but she's from Guatemala. I went there, I got her, I know where she's from. <laughs> but it, they were oh, correct. She did. I mean, if my she ex husband's mom, she is very. She's like. Half Aztec and half Mexican, very Indian, and uh, you look at her and you swear she was Chinese. So, yeah. you know, like I said, that's why Dakota is so beautiful because I feel, you know, a lot of people, oh, you know, my my father was famous for this thing, oh, I'm a thoroughbred, I'm 100% Italian, whoopee, so, but... Then he married my mom, who was three-quarters to ten. No, she actually, she was half Italian and half German. So, those of us, the children, we're like three-quarters Italian, one-quarter German. I feel oh. that when you mix, yeah, when you mix nationalities and races, you get the most beautiful children. So... There's a page on Facebook that has, I forgot the name of it, I can't remember, and I know I'm following them on one of my pages, like, mixed-race children. They're gorgeous. The pictures are gorgeous. Oh, I've seen that, so, yeah. Sorry to disappoint Hitler. It's not all about one big, pure master race. The more you mix, the better it is. And if anybody's ever had a pedigree dog or cat versus a mutt, it's common knowledge. The pedigrees are weak. Their immune systems are flawed. But those mutts, they can take a lot. Well, yeah, it depends on, I think, uh, where you're purchasing your pure breeds. Um, and honestly, Rose, the funny thing is, though, Dakota is going to be the most purebred of three of us because my lineage will be all over the map. I know it's Norwegian, Irish, and French, and I'm just really curious as to how many other ethnicities pop up when I get my results, where she's 95% between the uh, Iberian Peninsula, which is 24, and then 70% um, my Indian. So uh, it's interesting. And you know what is always curious, too? Um, that's what you pointed out, 
<clears throat> your last life, you know, reincarnation. Your last life, yeah. you were a Native American or one of your past and lives. And it was a man, believe it or not. <laughs> so that's always kind of been, you know, I've always, I mean, I'm having fun with the biological DNA makeup that that we are currently having in this life experience. But I'm pretty sure I was in uh, some of the indigenous tribes in Mexico at some point uh, in my journeys on Earth because when I go there, um, I just it's a it's a feeling of being home. I can't explain That's it. That's it. Yeah, and you know, it's 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 just a curious thing because uh, so maybe Dakota, you know, didn't have a past life in there, but her current biological background does and it, it's curious to me because I've been told by other clairvoyants that you know when she walks in the room they see all these Mayan ancestors and um, woozy woozies you know and I'm just like why I wonder why you know they don't also travel with <laughs> with the other ones that were past life with them you know what I'm saying it's just, it's curious. You, no, I didn't get that. What do you, I missed the last part of that. You're wondering why they don't travel with who? Well, maybe, the, why aren't they traveling with you if you had a past life as an Aztec or? Oh, I, no, not Aztec, Native American, probably Lakota. Native American. Okay, but you see what but, I'm saying. Uh, oh, they do travel oh, with me. I've got, forget it. <laughs> I bring <right>. tribes. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's just like a um, – then ignore that train of thought that I just wondered out or blurted out. Pause. <laughs> Will you get over this already with the menopause? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, it takes years. <laughs> God have mercy on your soul as you work with me. I'm trying. But at least when I do the train of thought and the meditation. It came in in 2004, and by 2007 it was gone. Bye. My mother, however, I think it went on for about two decades. <laughs> yeah, it's a, Oh, sorry, Winterford. I'll focus on that. Forget I just said that. No, it is. That's what, do you notice when I do the meditations? That's because I'm having spirit speak through me. Uh, the, the words seem to flow. I mean, it might take me ten seconds yep. to get into it, but then there's no problem. But when I'm speaking on my own, I'm tripping over my own tongue and having that inability to speak the word I want to say. That's That's a side effect. To our listeners, if they haven't started it yet or they know somebody who's having it, believe me, you know, everybody talks about the hot flashes and the mood swings and the night sweats, but there's these other uh, really obnoxious side effects, too. You know, we call it pregnancy fog when, when you go through something similar and you're pregnant with the hormonal changes. So, but, oh God, uh, I would thank God. I had very painful cycles, but... When it came to menopause, like a breeze, and I'm like, maybe this is because I went through all that pain. I'm getting like, you know, I'm getting a bonus here because a lot of friends of mine who didn't have very painful cycles, when they when they went through menopause, they were having all sorts of stuff. And like you said, it went on for quite a few years, and I was like, wow. But no, well, okay, it's different. And I, I was very I happy to follow. When I trip on my tongue with you, dear. That's okay. What do they say? Make it part of the dance. Just make it part of the song. <laughs> I don't know if anybody out there who's listening has allergies, but this allergy this past week has been allergy hell. Uh, well, the ragweed's blooming. Very bad. That's what Mr. G says on Weather 11. What's For blooming? Long Island. The ragweed has started. Uh, if you're on Long Island, I can't speak to whether it's happening in Colorado or Florida, but ragweed on Long no, Island. I'm on Long Island. Yeah, Mr. G announced that. So. The other day I took so much medication that it dried out my sinus canals and everything in my throat. So I wasn't, because I was having one attack after another. So it got to the point, though, that it had dried everything out so well that I couldn't even talk. I was giving a reading, and it was like, uh, it, you know, you could drink water, but just, you know, do you want to be totally dry like the Saharans? 
or do you want to be moist and be sneezing every other second? I don't know. Yeah, I've been blessed. I've been very lucky. I started, remember I mentioned at the beginning of the show, my friend Samantha, who has a couple turtles, and she's an animal rehabilitator. Well, she's a beekeeper with her companion, Neil, and I started taking their honey, which they grow locally about a year and a half ago. I take a teaspoon every day. My allergies have improved 500%, and I've had suffered very badly from allergies since I was 13. Um, because back then, in fact, they thought I had mono when I was 13 because the allergy medicine was so strong that they gave me. I kept sleeping all the time. They didn't put two and two together. Uh, but I've, So I've had allergy issues since I was very young, so we're going 35 years. Same here. And now... Um, taking this teaspoon of honey, but I do it every day, you know, pretty much all year round, except if I go away, because that's glass jars. Um, my, I've seen such a tremendous improvement. It, it's beyond. So I recommend people yeah, try that. Yeah, I've been that. doing the local honey since about 2010, and it does help a lot. You know what else helps? Uh, um Tincture of mullen. Mullen's a, a an herb, a plant, whatever. And if you can get your hands on a tincture of mullen, that helps with the allergies as well. Oh, I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, get some of that. And uh, a friend of mine made me a batch. This is what she does, and uh, it definitely helps. And then there are days when nothing helps. <laughs> yeah, we all have those days. So we so no. so we send you some Reiki on those days. Yeah, I mean I happen to be blessed. Both my mother <coughs> and my father had allergies. Aw. <coughs> Lucky me. <coughs> I have a coughing attack. <coughs> so while you sort that out, I will mention a couple of things. Um, so we had a quiet night tonight, folks. Uh, we would we get very excited when we get callers. I think it kind of uh, mixes it up a little when we get your questions, and it gives Rose and I the opportunity to serve spirit. Uh, so please, um, you know, feel free to press that number one and ask your question. And just to recap, dear, what's coming up in the next couple of shows? Don't we have Gypsy Rose coming? Gypsy Moon. Gypsy Moon, Moon is going to be here. That's okay. Uh, I'm sure she's got Gypsy yet. Rose somewhere. Well, he, she's going to be here friend. on the 29th, June 29th. She's great because not only is she a psychic and a medium and a beautiful Pisces, uh, she is a paranormal investigator. She goes ghost chasing, and uh, that is going to be one very interesting show. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, we haven't chosen the topics. I I don't I don't think we've chosen a topic for all of the June shows. I'm juggling people as as we do this, but. we guarantee you all the shows will be interesting. And as Winterbrook said before, if you all have a, if you have a, something that you want to hear, know about, learn about, someone who you think we should have on, uh, by all means, write us, drop us a note on Facebook or on, um, you know, to our personal emails. And Winterbrook is, what do you, uh, what's your email, Winterbrook? It's my name, winter at winterbrookmedium.com. Okay, and I'm readingswithrose at gmail.com. Send an email, let us know what you'd like, and uh, we'd be very happy to oblige. I just got a note on on my Facebook. Somebody thinks they know who Oscar is. Good. Let's get a hold of Oscar and the person that he's connected to here in the living, put them together, and and get some messages delivered. Okay. 
So we are coming up on the one-minute mark here. And I want to thank all of you guys who were listening. And even though nobody had any questions, whoever was here and listening, we thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the show. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great weekend, people. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.